is a type of medicine that trains your body to fight any foreign agent. Plants are helpful for the ecosystem. It's an electronic device for storing and processing data. The nervous system is all the collection of nerves in your body. Yeast is a eukaryote. Welcome to Spectacular Science, where it's all about science, with your host, Akshay. Hey listeners, welcome back to this episode of Spectacular Science. I'm your host, Akshay. When you look up on a clear night, up in the night sky, what catches your attention first? It's the moon! The moon is like Earth's best friend, and it hangs around Earth all the time. And that's the first thing most people see in the night sky. But what is the moon made out of, and how did it form? And why are people sending missions to the moon, such as NASA's Artemis mission? Well, in this episode of Spectacular Science, I'm going to take you into an interstellar dive into the science of the moon and why it's so important and why there are so many discoveries waiting to be uncovered on the moon. So first of all, what is the moon? Well, the moon is a natural satellite and the moon is the second brightest object in the sky after the sun. It's Earth's only natural satellite. A natural satellite is a space body that orbits a planet, a planet-like object, or an asteroid. The moon is about a quarter size of the Earth. And the moon is mostly made out of rock. The surface has thousands of holes called craters. The craters form when chunks of rock and metal, called meteoroids, crash into the moon. These crashes have covered the moon's surface with rocks and dust. The moon also has plains made out of lava that erupted from volcanoes billions of years ago. Now, how was the moon formed? Well, that's actually a very interesting story. And for that, we have to go back millions of years when the Earth was still forming. As the Earth was still forming, it was constantly pelted with rocks and asteroids and comets. But one asteroid or comet was so powerful that it hit Earth and knocked a giant piece of Earth into space. And that piece of Earth was just made up of rocks and dust and metal and basically a lot of debris. And over time, gravity clumped all that mass together to create a natural satellite, which we see today as the moon. The moon is actually a piece of the Earth that got knocked off. So the moon and Earth actually share a similar composition, except the moon doesn't have water or liquid water or any of of those things or even an atmosphere. And that's what makes Earth and the moon different. But in the other cases, they're made of mostly the same things. And the moon actually has water ice. The moon is a really, really bright satellite, and it looks so bright in the night sky because it reflects a lot of the sun's light. The sun gives off light energy, and when it travels through space, it can reflect off of some bodies, and the moon is one of the bodies that reflects a lot of that light, and that's why the moon is the second brightest object in the night sky. When viewed from Earth, the moon looks different at different times. These varying appearances are called phases. 
Sometimes the moon looks like a full circle, and at other times it only appears as a thin slice or looks completely dark. However, the moon does not actually change shape. It's just the way that it, look, that it looks from Earth. The moon reflects light, as we talked about before, and as the moon orbits Earth, the sun shines on different parts of the moon. This causes different parts of the moon to be visible from Earth. Sometimes the way the moon, sun, and Earth are positioned causes an event called an eclipse. There are two main types of eclipses, solar and lunar eclipses. You can learn about solar and lunar eclipses in some of our previous episodes. Check them out! The moon has been observed by humans for a long time, even since civilization even started. They have been lots of notes of ancient scientists that have been observing the moon. Because the moon is so easy to spot, it's right in the night sky. And people have been curious about the moon all this time. And the reason that we know about the moon as we know it right now is thanks to all these scientific studies and missions to the moon that give us all this information. But why are people sending technology and all that to the moon, including Apollo missions in the, in the 1900s and the Artemis missions that are coming up and that have just launched? Actually, the Orion spacecraft is orbiting around the moon and it's a test of the systems. But why are we sending humans and technology to the moon? Well, for one, we need to learn more about the moon. We only know a small bit of information about the moon, and we only have a few samples of rocks from the moon. So if we get more rocks from the moon, we could see exactly how the moon was formed and its relationship with Earth. The moon could also help us discover life on other planets. We could take what we learn from the moon and what we learn from the Earth and apply that knowledge to other planets and other moons. They could be the moons in our solar system or other exoplanets and moons that are outside of the solar system, even outside of the galaxy. And by going to the moon, it's kind of a stepping stone to getting humans to Mars because the Artemis mission is aiming to get humans on the moon and then onto Mars and beyond. Human space exploration is fueled by the moon, and we'll be able to learn how to live on other planets by testing it out on the moon, which is not really that far away compared to Mars. In fact, the moon is over 200,000 miles away from Earth, but it still looks so big. That's due to an optical illusion that causes all of this. Anyway, back to human space exploration. Well, all these missions to the moon will help us fuel humanity's quest to go to Mars and beyond. The moon is kind of a stepping stone for us. You know, I really wanted to go to the moon, so I want to go work on building a rocket ship for myself to go to the moon. I'll take all of you listeners with me. I should call it the Ship of Imagination, the Spectacular Science Imagination Rocket. Well, I think the name needs some work. But before I go plan my rocket, what did we learn today? We learned that moon is Earth's natural satellite, and it's the only natural satellite. The moon orbits around Earth, and it looks so bright in the night sky because it reflects the sun's light. The moon orbits, and it also has phases and lunar and solar eclipses, which are caused by how the moon appears to us on Earth. 
The moon was formed by a piece of Earth that got knocked off by a comet or asteroid. And that orbit around the Earth to create the moon. The moon is just a giant chunk of Earth that has been separated. The moon is actually a stepping stone for us to Mars because it has some of the same environments as a different planet would have. And that's why humans are sending so many missions to the moon, including technology and people like the Artemis 1 mission by NASA. The moon is definitely a stepping stone and one step closer to sending humans to Mars and beyond. I gotta get ready to go to the moon. Start to build, time to build my rocket ship. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Spectacular Science. Spectacular Science produced and hosted by me, Akshay J. Raman. Our theme song is by Charan Ramachandran. Special thanks to Rodan Ramachandran. Please visit my podcast website, spectacularsci.com, to find interactive activities, blog posts, articles, and all of our episodes. You can also find the link to sign up for the Spectacular Science membership, where you get lots of bonus content to keep you thinking about science. My favorite of those is the fact of the day when you get a fun science fact every day. Sign up at spectacularsci.com membership. Please follow or subscribe to this show on any podcasting platform or wherever you're listening right now. It really encourages me when you subscribe, and it means a lot. Thank you so much. I always love hearing from my listeners about science, and I just love interacting with my listeners. So please contact me at spectacularsci.com contact or email me using the link posted on the page. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and we'll see you on the next episode of Spectacular Science next week. Keep thinking about science.